Social Media Serenity Podcast Episode Number 69. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to give you the latest and greatest in the world of Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, High, f- high Five? What the heck is High Five anyway? Anyway, we'll talk about that and more right now. Anyway, what is High Five? Do you know what High Five is? I've never heard of a High Five. Uh, you know, I've heard of High Fi and Wi-Fi. No, and high C. High five. High eight. I think I think it's H I G H. Let, let's see. Five. Let's just do high five. I'm gonna do all spelled out. Um social network. And I actually think it's high the number five. So let me see if I can five this. Social network. I'm gonna pull this up on okay. So no, it's actually H I the number five and dot com. So you've never heard of, seriously you've never heard of high five? Not really. I get I get probably 15 uh email requests per it's, week. So it's the word hi h i g h No 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 no. The, it's h i like hi there. Oh, high5.com. Yeah, h i the number 5.com. And huh. I, I have never signed up for this account, but I have no idea what this is, but people, people, uh, people invite me to it all the time. Let's click on about us. Millions of users, one global community, social entertainment for the youth market worldwide. High five is a global destination where young people meet and play as the world's largest social entertainment destination. Our focus is on delivering a fun interactive and immersive social experience online to our users around the world over 50 million monthly visitors top 20 website globally it is top 10 youth website third largest social media site and available in over 50 languages and you've never heard of this yet no Okay. I've never, I've never heard of it. Quick pull, and looking the, at it, I can see why. <laughs> quick pull in the chat room. Of course, if now, of course, you can see how Eric feels about it just by glance, quick glance. Who in the chat room has a high five account? Just say me, uh, I, or actually say I have one. So I, I do not, um, but I do get invited to this. Matter of fact, I'm gonna do. Check this out. I'm gonna go, and I am just going to do. HI5, I'm going to do a search for that in my Gmail account. And I'm going to tell you how many emails I have regarded regarding High 5. And uh, let's see here. Actually, not the, okay. Maybe, okay. Have you ever heard me admit to you that sometimes I will exaggerate? Never. Never. I mean, always. Okay. Wait. <laughs> That's I, exaggeration. I have, it says that I only have 33 invites. Oh That's my, no way. More than. Oh my gosh. There's, this is crazy. There is one person that has added me on high five and uh, I won't say his name. Uh, and matter of fact, it's somebody that I'm, I'm, I really don't, 
uh, know that. Matter of fact, I don't recognize the name at all other than the fact that uh, I'm realizing February 11th, this person added me as a friend on High Five. Uh, March 2nd, March 14th, March 21st, Mar- April 2nd, <laughs> April 11th, April 20th, May 1st, May 11th, May 20th, May 30th, and that's it. But all of those were high five requests from that one person. <laughs> and and then I've got a bunch of, I do have a bunch of other high five requests in here. And... Um, I, I've never clicked through. I was like, do I need another social network? Especially one that I really don't ever hear anybody ever talk about. Um, so I, I guess, why did I think that I get so many of these a week? I, I, I guess don't... I think I just get one every week and it's just so annoying that I just have to, because I, I, when I say annoying, I hate it because um, I'm I'm not participating in something that somebody who knows me has invited me to. I'm gotcha. I'm willingly choosing not to participate. Does You're shunning them. Exactly. It's like it's kind of like it's like, hey, dude, check me out. I'm over here, and I'm like, yeah, don't got time for that today. And I hate that. Right. I hate that. And I, and so I, the only thing I can think of is is that every time I'm faced with a request to join you on High Five and to add you as a friend on High Five, I feel the weight of that decision and and maybe it just makes me think that it's happening all the time yeah so you need to create a filter so you alleviate that guilt (laughs) there you go i that's a good idea (laughs) out of sight out of my out of inbox out of mind anyway so so uh let's see here kylie has one and kylie uh says she was invited by a young person (laughs) all right richard posted something that seems to be from wikipedia about high five but uh Outside of that, I don't know uh, that there's... I, I know why I've never heard of it is because I'm not young. You're not young. No. All right. So It, it strikes me as MySpace 3.0. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we won't worry about high... So this is not a show where we're going to talk weekly about the latest and greatest. So that's our on. show. That, that's our episode right there on High Five. There you go. That is the episode on High Five. Hey, what do you think about Mark Zuckerberg being the man of the year? I don't know how I feel about that. I'm a little conflicted. I mean, I think the social network, obviously you love that movie to death. I did. And I thought it was really good. Um, what, you know, has he really done amazing things this year that warrants him being that this year? I don't know. Then again, I can't really think of other people off the top of my head that I think it could go to separately, nor do I totally care if it's just a, a magazine saying they like this person this year. So, well, you know, whatever they like but, the person. It, what, let's, let's talk about that for just a second. My okay. limited understanding of times person of the year isn't necessarily, but necessarily somebody that's likable because Hitler has been well, yeah. chosen as man of the year before in the past. And it's somebody who, who happens to be probably a person of, of the most influence worldwide. You know, somebody right. who's had the most influence. And a lot of people were really upset that the Chilean miners w- lost out to Mark Zuckerberg. And I'm like, wait, well, and, they, and that's not influence, though. Yeah, that's not influence. I mean, obviously, it was a story and it was inspirational. And of course, uh, but but still, I would I would say that Z- Mark Zuckerberg being named person of the year, whether or not it be this year, last year, whenever. I, I think being recognized this year is I think it's it's totally due. 
I mean, gosh, the guys had a former president of the United States up on stage just shooting the bull with him. Right. You know, and and um, he's sitting there. He's on 60 minutes, you know, release. You know, 60 minutes is giving is like falling over to to be a part of the announcement of a launch that he's doing. I mean, what is it? 500 million people using his service around the world. And I would say who who's who are more closely connected with their friends and family than they would have otherwise been had they not been using the service. I I think, I think it's a deserving title when when you consider what the title actually means for time magazine. That's true. Okay. I I can, I can get with that. And, and I want to say the, the more I see this guy and the more I see him, I, I am, I'm even more inspired. Not, not that I necessarily, I don't know what all his values are and what his principles are. And, and so I, when I say these things, when I say I'm inspired by him and his story, it's not necessarily his values or principles, but I don't even know what those are, to be honest with you. I, I definitely don't think they were clearly communicated uh, in a movie where he was not even consulted on uh, in the least. Right about his about the making of Facebook but one thing that does inspire me is what's possible f- f- with one man you know and and not, and not just one man but 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 one man's vision and one and one man's determination and drive and support and surrounding himself with people who believe in what he's doing yeah it, it's a story you know, to go to the movie it's a story about the right person with the right ability it's about the right idea at the right time and the right person with the right abilities and then having passion to fuel it. Yeah. And, so. and when you think about, I mean, look at the number of people that he's employing, look at the number of, of, you know, multi-million, if not billion, but I think it's multi-million dollar businesses that have launched and sprang into life as the result of this one man's website. Yeah. You know, look at Zynga, look at, um, you know, the I think there are other companies outside of Zynga that have started and, and are making tons of money and got their start through Facebook. And look, look at fa- Facebook. Has been, I think Facebook has been very influential in, in a lot of political uh, decisions that have been made by people. You know, the whole political campaigning process. Uh, I think Facebook had a lot to do with that. I mean, there's, I think it's, I think it's a pretty doggone uh, influential service out there. Yeah. And something that somebody mentioned in the chat room that I had forgotten to kind of throw in here was, yeah, the, uh, the Winklevoss twins have actually decided to sue him again. And I'm not totally remembering why. Oh, they, they, they believe that they underestimate, they actually falsely estimated the value of, uh, of Facebook. Right. Well, if it's something that's growing in value as time goes on, of course you underestimated it at the time. Yeah. It got better. It got bigger. Come on. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. It, it, it is It is actually making them, I think, personally, in my own mind, it just makes them look more and more greedy when they when oh, yeah. they were given $60 million. I mean, come on. You've you got know. enough money there to go do 60. whatever other idea you want to go do. Go yeah. do it. I, You're not a one-hit wonder. Come on. I don't really believe that they would have been able to build what Facebook is today with their idea for their dating site for Harvard. No, not at all. No, I, I think I think the genius behind it was Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Well, especially when, you know, and, and truth be told, we don't know exactly what exactly happened because of, you know, whether it's the movie or the book or whatever. It's still all second 
you know, second story, second whatever. It's hearsay. Yeah. But when when the the scene in the movie where they're talking and he they're explaining their idea to him and and he's like, but that's just like, and he names off like MySpace and like Friendster and something else, and they're like, uh, and he's right. He's like, you guys are asking me to basically do a repeat, and he goes and then makes something completely new. Right. Off their i the, the basically what their idea was was one thing going by the movie that is that uh, his idea was original in the sense that he decided to take the same need that their product was going to fill and create a different better product to fill that need right so anyway. <laughs> So, Marcus, Mark Zuckerberg, whether how, however you feel about it, Time Magazine, I, I've never subscribed to Time Magazine. I'm going to go pick up a copy. Are you really? Yeah. Cool. I figure why not? Or that or at least try to find the... the uh, Do they have an iPad art. version of Time Magazine yet? They. Mm, that's one of those ones where it's like iffy. Hit and miss with those, those uh, news apps. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. All righty. Twitter raises $200 million in funding and now worth three point seven billion dollars nice ah you know what i'm just gonna start raising funding and i just want to say that gspn.tv is now <laughs> worth 5.9 billion dollars come nice. by me google awesome yeah you could you could get them to you know where google.tv where do they come up the the company certainly is not making this much money well no i mean none it's of this like, is talking about them I making any revenue Dude, this is crazy <laughs> talk. I don't understand all this funding of, you know, the, I mean, sure, I understand Twitter has some real potential, but still, I want to see, you know, have have they had a year of profitability yet? I mean, have they paid I, back a penny to people? I have no idea. From what we can still see, I mean, we've talked about this before. Twitter needs to make money off of Twitter because that that's really the only way that they can secure that they're going to be around. Yeah. Other than getting bought by somebody. Well, I, I know that they're trying things. They've got the promoted ads and stuff like that. Which, by the way, did you hear that now you and I, Eric, can go in and fill out a form to request to purchase a um, promoted tweet? Yeah, and, I had heard that. I just didn't have any idea what to do. With uh, it, yeah, so. yeah, you know, of course, or the money. I'm looking for the extra ten thousand dollars for the, you know, for the minimum price. Yeah, that's just laying around here somewhere. I'm, I can't, I just can't find it. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, so so they are doing some things that that are, you know, looking to be, you know, interesting. Here's the thing. I mean, Facebook profitable, right? Profitable yeah. company. Uh, Google, profitable company. And if I look at some of the things, you know, where is their revenue coming from? It, I would say both of us, at least I would say, and I don't know if you would agree, but a lot of that comes from advertising revenue, right? Yeah, I'd have to say that's true. Okay. And so in Facebook, I know that I can actually go in and let's just say I create a fan page. I create a fan page. There's the little advertisement, the little thing over on the right hand side is like, hey, advertise your page with us. We'll get, you know, we'll put a banner ad on people who are searching for certain stuff and and people who are on other pages that are, you know, closely related and and stuff like that. And and here's the thing. Google AdSense or Google AdWords campaigns and Facebook campaigns and and all these other things. Me as an individual brand, guess what? They're affordable. Yeah. 
And 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 when you make it affordable for for just about anybody, you can and I think I don't know about you, uh, but when I go to Facebook, let me go to Facebook real quick here. Uh, I'm going to tell you something that that I'm not necessarily proud of, although um, I, I don't feel too horrible about. But um, when I go to my Facebook page, I'm, I'm looking at my profile right now. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't see any ads. Do you? Nope. And why don't you see ads? I, well, I don't think they're on. I think that uh, on the, you mean on my profile page, right? Uh, yeah, you're pro- okay. Well, let's, let's forget. Go to, just go to the or Facebook home page. These, sorry. Either, either one, either one. There should be ads on both. Yeah. But, but on mine, there's not. And I, and I will tell you, and, and again, it's, it's not something I'm, I'm like proud of, but, but I have decided. Do you use I, an ad block plus? I use ad block plus. I use an yeah, application use that blocks banner ads off of, uh, you know, social networking sites like, Facebook, because what I found and, and what I found, uh, you know, a little uh, off-putting was some of the ads that they were putting on there of, of right. women. You know, it's yeah. just I didn't like the the appeal of those ads. So so I decided to use Adblock Plus. But I will tell you, there are times when I will load up um, Facebook on a browser that does not have Adblock Plus installed and the ads really don't get in my way. Not to mention the fact that there are sometimes when I go to a profile page that that ad block doesn't actually block out all of the special Facebook branded kind of um, ads. So so the ones where it's like, hey, you might also like this particular fan page, you know, check this out. People like, you know, people who like this also like this over here or whatever the case may be. I see some of that. And I guess what I'm saying is that there are ways to do advertising, to to bring revenue into Twitter, and to do it in a way that doesn't make it look ugly and cluttered and stuff like that. I don't know about you, but I, 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 go, I sign into Twitter right now, and I see every now and then I'll see promoted tweets, and I see the word promoted. doesn't bother me. It actually does draw my attention to it when it actually says promoted, and I look at it, and I see the company that's promoting that promoted tweet. I don't click on it. But I bet you if it was a company that did fit my, I was their perfect demographic, you know, and and if it was something that I was genuinely interested in, I I, I bet you a promoted tweet would get my attention and I would click on it and it wouldn't be that bad. Does that make, so I I think there is some real potential there and I just don't understand this need. When I hear a company say, oh, we raised a couple hundred million more. We, oh, it's so exciting. They even got another, they got a fourth round of funding, another $800 million and now they're worth so much. It's like, no, they're not worth, there's so much more in debt. Right. There's so much more in debt. There's so many more people they owe money to and I just don't understand the excitement in the news realm about this stuff. That or they've got other people's, you know, interests at heart at that point because they are a slave to <laughs> borrowers are the slave to the master, Dave Ramsey and the Bible, and uh, to quote them. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's like you, somebody donates two hundred million or whatever, then you owe them back, you know, right? That or if you don't aren't required to pay it back then you you're definitely required to pay it back in some way whether that's monetary or otherwise so anyway mhm 
What's next on so, the agenda here? So, so, so that, that, that was my rant. I just don't understand the excitement of Twitter raising. I mean, yeah. I'm glad Twitter's going to be around. I'm glad, I, I, I'm glad yeah. they got some more money, I guess, to, to keep the electric running. But <laughs> and I, Well, and look back on this. Since Twitter, since was, Twitter was available to us, I should say, in 2007, uh, I would have to say 2010 was probably their biggest year so far. Oh, yeah. You'd have to say. And so I think that, uh, all right, take this one last round. Make 2011, Twitter, make 2011 the year. The year of profitability. Do it. You and I, I know I have. I would pay them money for their services. I would, depending upon how much it was. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, 40 40 bucks a year? Done. I'll do it. Yeah. 40 bucks. 50 bucks a year. You're, You're getting there. All right, so sixty think, bucks a year. Now you're now you're starting to cut into anywhere nearer to a hundred, and I'm like, yeah, I've got to I've got to carve out where it's going to come from. Exactly. And so here's the thing: you you give you give people the access for free. You know, a lot of the stuff that's always been available, and you say, hey, folks, you know, there are some premium services. You know, these are the premium services that we are going to allow you to have on top of this. And and you know, they're they are always releasing some new and ex- I think some of the some of the stuff they come out with is really exciting. And it's like, listen, our premium subscribers who pay 60 bucks a year, you get all this new stuff. And and uh you know, we'll Oh yeah, well if they tier it that way then I'm in. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. And it's like uh you know, the whole the whole um X marks. Are you familiar with X marks? Right. You know, the X marks is a service that uh, allows you to sync your bookmarks between browsers. And this is a company who didn't have any money revenue. And so they d- announced that, you know, hey, we've been doing this great free service, literally millions of people using it all, all the time. And by the way, at the end of this year, we're shutting our, down our service because we just can't make money. Yeah. And, and the whole, you know, like I think it was like 60, somewhere 20, 30, 40,000 people. Uh, came together and I was one of them and we pledged, hey, charge us and we will pay you. Charge us and we will pay you. And they said, ah, oh, well, let's think about this. And and they started up this pledge bank thing and I pledged money and so did a lot of other people. And uh, then all of a sudden they announced that, hey, uh, we just want to let you know we're going to continue moving forward. Uh, we uh, The company's going to be acquired by LastPass, which I'm going to be talking about LastPass in Business Tech Weekly uh, it, later today, and so in this week's episode of Business Tech Weekly, I'll be talking about that because I signed up for them, and I and I got the combined. I paid for the combined premium service of both LastPass and XMarks because I believe yeah. in their their service, their free service that they've offered me has been so valuable to me in so many ways that I literally it, it's not. Le- I I just don't want to see it go away. It's something that if it went away it would negatively impact my productivity and my efficiency and, and, and my efforts and some of the things that I do. And so right. I say, you know, what, what is the, what's wrong with charging money? I just don't understand it. So anyway, Twitter, money. There you go. <laughs> what's next? All right. Twitter has revealed the 10 most retweeted tweets of 2010. Okay, so have so, you looked at these? I, have, I, I see these all the time. You know, I have top looked at ten them. tweets this week. Uh, well, but, this is this is of the entire year. Of course, the year's not over, but technically, you know, whatever. These are the top ten most retweeted for the entire year of 2010. And I have looked down through them, and you know, they're they're interesting and whatever. They're all semi 
high profile. One of them is Justin Bieber. One of them is, uh, let's see here, Joe Jonas. <laughs> and Lady Gaga. I mean, it's all top, you know, Kanye West. His his tweet, Kanye West's tweet was, I'm sorry, Taylor, for his, you know, Taylor Swift cutting oh, yeah. thing. From, so his, his actual apology tweet. So number 10 is from bleep. My dad says, right. Which turned into a TV show. So yeah, if that doesn't tell you the power of Twitter, I don't know what does ridiculous. But anyways, <laughs> when, when your Twitter ID becomes a television show, <laughs> then, yeah. then, then yeah, I re I remember when people used to tell me, they say, Cliff, you're crazy. This Twitter thing is so stupid. Nobody's ever going to do this. And I remember it's like, Oh, the, you know, and I remember people saying, you know, it's never going to break out of this, you know, this tech geek bubble, you know, we're never going to get out of this fishbowl. And I'm like, guys, just chill. Just have fun with the service and tell people about it. It's going to break. It, it'll break into mainstream. I'm telling you this. Oh, yeah. This is mainstream worthy. Actually, you know, if anything, this proves that Twitter is now mainstream. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the fact that I hear t Twitter on television probably more than I do from my friends that I interact with on okay. Twitter. <laughs> I, I have a funny story. All right, good. <laughs> this reminds me. Um, it was maybe a week or so ago, and my daughter was watching like one of the, you know, those, those computer animated Barbie movies that they make these days. And my daughter, who's about to turn six, was watching one. And uh, I hear, I'm not paying attention to it, but I hear one of the characters say to Barbie, well, what do you mean? He hasn't like tweeted you or Facebooked you or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, did they just say the word tweet yes. and use the word Facebook in a new Barbie cartoon? Yes, they did. <sighs> Anyways. Yes, they did in a Barbie cartoon. So, so yeah, just, yeah, that my friend is mainstream. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's mainstream official. It's I'm official. calling it. I'm calling it. All right, uh, let's see here. 10 ways social media will change in 2011. I did not see this story. Tell me a little bit about it. All right, this is a Read Write Web article, and it's an opinion piece, but it lists out 10 different things that they believe will be, you know, basically the way social media is going to take shape and change in the year 2011 coming up. So. There's there's some interesting ideas in here. I think, you know, number one is social media will be supersized. And what they mean by that is that uh, it's going to become, you know, it's going to get, uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain this. They're basically saying that uh, you'll see a surge in service providers bundling social networks and widgets and video and mobile and cloud and analytics and all these different things in with their stuff. Right, which I think we're we're definitely already seeing that. I mean, you're seeing TVs that are coming out with, you know, Facebook capabilities and and things like that. So, yep, I think that's happened. That's I mean that the stuff's mainstream, and now it's got to actually be the you know using the the word ubiquitous means it's everywhere. Yeah. Hey, number so. two in here says companies will integrate social media feedback into their decision making process, and I definitely love this. And I have a story about. Uh, social media and and in businesses, I purchased um, a Dymo Indicia uh, printer and postage scale system last week for my family's insurance agency. They asked me, look, yeah, they actually invest. They asked me, hey, will you look into stamps.com and 
and tell them, you know, research that and see if you can figure out how to get us set up on that here at our office. We want to get rid of our big clunky machine that broke the, this postage meter that they pay us all this money for and we got all this insurance on and blah, 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 blah. And I said, sure, I'll look into it. And so I, w- I went to Twitter and I said, hey, does anybody out there have any recommendations for online postage service like stamps.com? And right. So, um, you know, obviously I looked at stamps.com. It seems to be the most popular out there, but I got a tweet from a friend of mine who says, Hey dude, you need to get the turbo 450, uh, Dymo printer and Indicia service. It, re- it changed my business overnight. And I'm like, okay, that that's a glowing endorsement from somebody that's a friend who's following me, and and I I researched and I know who I'm, how I'm connected to this person, and then I'm connected to him through other people that I'm very, very, uh, I have a lot of respect for. So this guy's telling me, hey, you should check out Indicia, and that's E N D I C I A, I think, dot com. Anyway, so I get a Twitter message from an at reply from at Andisha. And it's like, hey, online postage is our business. If there's any questions you have, please let me know. And so I re- I replied back at replied back to them. I says, hey, I'd love it if you could give me a call. Well, I'm actually on the phone getting ready to call Andisha, and I'm on hold for their for their sales department. And my phone rings on the other line, and I pick it up, and it's this guy from Twitter from Andisha who called me. Says, I, okay, I'll answer any questions you got. What's going on? And uh, so I will tell you right now, because of their in, because of their involvement in social media, I signed up for that service, and uh, I, I've got all the stuff sitting here in my office. I still need to go up to my family's agency and and get it all hooked up and and figure out how it all works and decide you know how I feel about the service. But still, it was their involvement in social media that actually sold me on their services. That's an awesome story. Exactly. That's that's how all companies should be at this point. Yep. Looking to see who is talking about your need, their need for your product, or their need that your product can fill, as well as seeing who is advocating for you. Yes. That's the way to go. Absolutely. And and this guy's like, dude, man, this is great. And of course, I think he saw the number of people that I follow and the conversation. Mm-hmm. The conversations well, yeah. that got started out of it, and he's like, "Dude, uh, I'd love to talk to you about it in any kind of possible way we can, you know, partner together and stuff like that." So who knows? We might, we may even have a new sponsor for a particular show. I don't know. I, I, I haven't, I haven't really pursued that yet, but um, I'm gonna wait to see how I feel about the service before I pursue any further. Which is fair. Yeah. If I like the service, I may actually get one myself, and then I may pursue them for for sponsorship. Nice. Of another show. All righty. Let's see here. Uh, number three, mobile will become our gateway to the world. Um, I can see that. I, I'll tell you what. This year has been the year where, well, I mean, I got my iPhone back in August of t- 2009. So I've had it all of this year, 2010. And I got to say, my internet usage, my connecting with people, you know, my, it, it, because for me, it's all about the information, whether that's, you know, whether that's text or audio or video or whatever, it's, it's to have access to that on a private, private, tiny little mobile device in my pocket. Mobile is the way that it's, it's going. It's crazy to see this, man. Yeah. 
So I do I do agree that that mobile is is definitely a gateway to the world. But I I must say that there is so much that I don't like to do on that little tiny screen. Oh, I hear you. But it is nice to have access to just about anything from my pocket. Now, would you consider the iPad mobile or not? I wouldn't. Not really. Why would you say that? Because it's not something that I, I take with me everywhere I go. I mean, the, the, if, it doesn't fit in my, if it doesn't fit in, my po- in, in a pocket, I don't consider it to be a mobile device that goes with me everywhere. Now, if, if, if that could be different for other people. Some other people might call it mobile because they do take, the, you know, they got their iPad and they got their case and they take it everywhere. It, it's with them at all times. Maybe they carry like a light, you know, uh, briefcase or a, a, um, a little backpack or, or right. whatever, a little case that they carry around everything in. Uh, and, and if that goes with them everywhere, then yeah, I would consider that to be mobile. For me, the iPad is still mostly a stationary device here at the house. Although if I know I'm going to go somewhere where I'm just going to be bored for a, little, a couple hours, like at an in-laws house or something like that, then I'm going to not say anything bad about the in-laws, but I'm just saying if I'm going to go there and I'm just, it's like, yeah, I'm going to take the iPad. And then right. it, then it's it, it becomes mobile at that moment in time, but it's not with me all the time. Yeah. I mean, for, for that matter, my MacBook is mobile. I can move it around. You can move a desktop computer around as well, but you're not gonna. So yeah. it's where you draw the line. It, so, so basically, if it, fits, if it fits in a pocket, I mean, obviously, I think there are some bigger phones out there. So if, if it's your digital version of your wallet, where your ID is and that kind of a thing, then yeah. I think you know, if it's that equivalent, yeah, uh, that's where my, that's where I'm thinking. So, yeah. Hey, I, I, by the way, I, I'm just one more plug for this week's uh, Business Tech Weekly, which will be free because all the shows are. Oh, by the way, did I mention in this uh, show? I don't think we have <laughs> this. Is, we're celebrating <laughs> our fifth anniversary of podcasting here at GSPN. Today is our uh, five years uh, celebration. Uh, December 16th, 2005 was the first release of a of any particular show here at GSPN.TV. And so today we're celebrating five years. And I've been here the whole time. I know you have. Since like set episode two or three. Like the first time you had people guest host on Lost, the Lost podcast, you I were, was one of them. You were one of the, the it originals. Crazy. It's great. I, I'm so glad. I'm so thankful for, for uh, your participation in all of this. It's It's been amazing. But anyway, uh, I do, I, one more plug for um, Last Pass, uh, this, this program I'm going to be talking about on... <laughs> On Business Tech Weekly today, and I need to check and see what the episode number will be. So that for those of you who want to check it out, by the way, you just go to businesstechweekly.com and look for episode 60. That's going to be the episode um, where I'm going to be talking about my uh, review of LastPass, which, by the way, the reason why I bring it up here is because it's, it kind of brings social sharing to your passwords. Okay. And and I'll just tease it like this and say, Eric, what if I wanted to give you access to a particular program or service that only I have access to? And I want to share I want to give you the ability to log in with my password, but I don't want you to know what my password is. Okay. So if I have a LastPass account and you have a LastPass account, which by the way, uh, to be able to do this to be able to share my passwords, I have to have a premium account, which is very cheap, by the way. Like a buck. It, it, a month. Like a buck a month, yeah. So the thing is, though, is you can have a free account, and, you're, and all of our accounts are 
bundled by our, you know, tied to our email address. So I can actually go in and say, hey, I want to give you access to the special online service that I have. And um, I want you to be able to log in with my pa- with my pass- username and my password. And so I can actually share that with you. And basically what it'll do is whenever you go to that site, it'll automatically fill in my username and my password into the fo- form, but you'll never see what that password that was entered is. Gotcha. And and so and then all of a sudden, if I want to revoke your access to that, I can stop sharing that with you and it takes it away out of your out of your key. So anyway, it, it's 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 like the social sharing of, of passwords. Uh, that's a cool concept. I had not thought about that. And, and I had been hearing about LastPass a lot and uh, have even installed it, but not created my account. So I'll have to do that. Yeah, I, I, I installed it. I'm, I'm really like going to talk about it. Episode 60. I will be there. All right. ROI will be redefined uh, next year. Return on investment. Uh, Did you read this one? What what does this say? Well, I mean, uh, return on investment is one of those things where it's like, hey, I want to know what I'm going to get out of this if I put something in. And, And to be honest, with social media, you have to just literally... like I'm going to point back to the story you gave about the the Dymo um, with the with that story, and I'm just going to say it's exactly that. The return on investment is actually it comes back to there's not it's not totally measurable, right? But the issue here should never be the return on investment being some kind of math problem you can figure out so much as spread the goodwill of your company by being excellent to everyone, whether you're, they're your customer or not. That is perfect. Perfectly said, Eric. This, so. and, and everybody listening to this, this is what social media is all about. Spreading the goodwill of your own individual purpose, of your, of your brand, of your business. Spread the goodwill of what you have to offer to help people. And, and I love the idea that the psychology is, is going to be shifting, which is number seven. The, the psycho- I don't know if, of exactly what they're saying in the article, but the psychology right. that I see shifting is, is people moving away from this idea for my business. Social media is a great way for me to advertise what I have to offer. Right. But instead, the psychology I see in the shift that I'm, I've already t- taken place in my own life and, and what I've seen in so many businesses that I help consult with through my own consulting business and coaching business, uh, I'm seeing a shift in psychology where people understand it's not so much about what I can promote about myself, but what my business can do to help the world be a better place. Yeah, it's, it's not about going to the cocktail party and handing out your business card. It's about being in that party and talking with people and genuinely getting to know them and allowing them to get to know you and then mutually helping each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, that, my, my thoughts have been shifting in that way as well, even though I didn't think they were <laughs> the previous way, you know, I was like, hey, I can promote everything on here. All right. And of course, there's so. more you can read about in this article. We'll have it plugged into the uh, show notes over at Social Media Serenity dot com look for episode number 69 and uh eric you're going to be missing here from the landscape of gspn.tv for the two for the next two weeks yes i i had the ability to uh take some take four extra vacation days on top of some holiday days and i'm going to have a little over two weeks off and i decided you know what i'm going to take the opportunity to completely unplug 
I'm going to stay off Facebook, off Twitter, off my Google Reader. I'm going to I'm just going to complete I'm going to check email, but I'm going to check it twice in a day, once in the morning, once in the evening just for the sake of a few key pieces of information I'll need and uh to make sure nobody breaks into my bank account or anything and, and they email me, you know. So, right. My my thought is is I just need to unplug from the the knowledge that it's always there ready for me to grab and just turn down, you know, the heartbeat of my life for a while and just focus in on, you know, going sledding with my daughter or, you know, going to the movies and having fun, you know, just relaxing and doing fun, memorable things versus whipping out my phone and checking to see if there was anything cool on Twitter for 30 seconds. Right. Well, so. we're going to miss you here. That's for sure. I think next week you uh, have Chris Bright, Chris Biting from Help I Got a Mac. Yes. Uh, he's going to come over and, and we're going to talk uh, social media stuff. And, and he actually used to do social media work for a business uh, in, in a prior life. So uh, I think that'll be a lot of fun. And then, of course, the week after that, I think you have Justin Lucas Savage coming in to fill your shoes. Yes. And of course, those of you who uh, enjoyed having Justin join us for the LinkedIn discussion, uh, you'll be delighted to hear that he is coming back in two weeks from now, where we will be talking about um, basically how, how just how social media has helped us helped benefit our bottom line in our businesses, and yeah. uh, and and some other things related to that kind of topic and stuff. So. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to those conversations that I won't be in on. So, yeah, you'll have to get those after. You're, no, you're not going to listen to podcasts during this time, right? Let's see. I don't know. That's not. I mean, if they're already on my iPod, I'll listen. I ah, think, but I, I think go. I'm probably going to be way too busy to even pick it up anyway. So, yeah, with with having too much fun. Well, we're going to miss you for two weeks, my friend, and I just want to say thank you for being around for the past five years with me. You're welcome. It's been fun. It's been a great ride. Can't wait for another five more. It is. Yes, absolutely. We are going to have another five more. And of course, we will have another successful five more. If the folks out there who are listening to this, if you enjoyed this show and you want to episode every single week of Social Media Serenity and also 7 to 15, seven to 15 episodes a week of all of our other shows, uh, consider becoming a Plus member. Plus members are what's helped us to do this full-time as, as our career um, here for Stephanie and I and, and launching gspn.tv and having all these shows week after week after week. If you want to learn more about how, how to become a Plus member, head over to gspn.tv slash plus. Uh, celebrating five years with us. It'd be a great way. We would love to have you become a part of the community. Eric, again, thank you, sir. And uh, we'll talk to you in three weeks. You are welcome. I think it's January something. January something. Anyway, until next time, everybody, we encourage you to join the community. Mm -hmm.